Welcome to episode 141 of the Top Gun Podcast. I am your pilot, Sud Tanduri Sampath. And with me is my wingman, Brian Cashew James Fisher. And our... what? What's the person in the back called? Was it the gunner? You guys remember from Top Gun? Is it Navigator? I don't know. I don't think it was the Navigator. I thought they fired the guns. And our nav... Let's just say Navigator. And our navigator, Matt Dabber Gould. What's so, your middle name, Matt? Elliot. Um, no. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> That's all you're going to get. Okay. So am I Goose, or am I the one nobody remembers after Goose died? That's Tim Robbins, dude, and that's what I want to talk about this week. I So I've uh, apparently, this magic behind the podcast is apparently um, no one has played games or watched anything or done all the things that we're supposed no, to be doing. Yeah, we don't me. do anything. I, yeah. No, I wait a minute. I watched some shit. I just didn't play any games that are new. I played a lot of games, but you guys don't want to hear me about my terrible losing streaks in Dota. All right, Cashew, talk about Dota. We'll talk about Dota first before I dig into why we have Top Gun references. Um, yeah, lay out, lay out your salt. Actually, I've been on a winning streak lately, so I've... Most of why did you say you just you were on a losing streak? Because you gaslit us. Now we're not interested. You gaslit us. You, you only want my devastating losses. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, I did watch the uh, Dota Two Major, which finished uh-huh. this past weekend and made me. Who won? Uh, OG the Russian did. guy. No, the who? OG. Um, Who's OG? OG is this kind of power. They're they're this organization that famously won a lot of majors but could never win the big thing. And then right uh-huh. before the International, which is like the Worlds of Dota 2018, uh-huh. uh, somebody stole or poached half of their roster and they had to rebuild on the fly. And in this crazy upset, they ended up not only winning the International 2018, but then won the next year at International 2019. Then they all retired and they brought in... The, well, didn't they make a ton of money by doing that? They I made assume? a shit ton of money. Yeah, each okay. one, each prize for both 2018 and 2019, and combined, it's somewhere in this, around 80 million bucks. And it's uh-huh. a, it, the organization is owned by the players, so it's not like a Team Liquid or a Navi where there's like this big esports that everything funnels into. So it's just like that split five ways. That you know you don't have to give it to the org. Pretty fucking huh. crazy. Um, but then after they all retired, they brought in a bunch of extremely young kids, including two like one sixteen year old, one seventeen year old, who somehow just dominated. And actually, they do have a Russian on their team. Couldn't get a visa in time, so one of the guys who retired came back and played pretty outrageously for a guy who'd been retired not playing professionally for a while. So uh, it was very exciting. Very neat stuff. I woke up at ungodly hours, much to my wife's chagrin. Because it, <laughs> it took place in Stockholm. Uh, so was it like, I, I guess my question is like, was it thrilling or was it like, I don't know, like expected? It was very thrilling. No, the, the favorites got fucking stomped. And um, there were stopped, some, he says. Yeah, there are some pretty wild strategies that are going to ruin pubs everywhere. Heroes that are not normally played in a support role were played in a support role. Some pretty, some pretty flashy plays. Very, very exciting. There was one part where OG, who eventually won it, were down. Uh, I think like the score at one point was twenty-two to three, and you know the there's an in-game probability of winning. They had less than a one percent chance of coming back, and they did. And it was a pretty crazy game. And then, they, you know, if they lose that game, they don't win the tournament. They would be knocked out. Uh-huh. But they somehow came back and had a pretty unreal comeback. It was very exciting. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, uh, Matt? I know you think you think a lot about um, Dota. So, sounds, like your like, sounds like people like it. <laughs> you know? And who likes it? The kids these days like it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it sounds... I, Sounds yeah. like it's a big deal, right? There's a lot Sounds of money. Sounds like a thing, it. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. There's almost no money in the major. Like, I think the winners really? got two hundred thousand dollars. It's huh. so ridiculously loaded into the international. Uh, huh. Yeah, and it's all mostly hoovered up by the teams who place really highly. So, like, being a Dota pro is kind of awful unless you're winning. Mm. Do you think Valve wants it to be a type of thing where you can like actually uh, earn money? Well. 
playing the game? I think they do. They look at Dota Two as their passion project because they, um, they, it's not Valve putting up the money. The way they get those prize pools is they put out what's called a battle pass, and it's just like uh-huh. cosmetic shit that people can buy. And Valve takes seventy five percent of it just in its pocket, and the remaining twenty five percent goes to the prize pool. And the prize pools are approaching fifty million every year. It's fucking insane. So it's just like on the Valve publicly says this is like our pet project. We do it as a you know a labor of love. On the other sure. hand, it is like just nothing but profit for them because all they have to do is be like, now Wind Ranger looks green, and people are sure. like, yes, I'll give you a hundred dollars for that. Yeah. That makes sense. She's got a new hat. She's got a new hat. I have to have the hat. No, it's like they once they learned that in TF2, it, they were off to the races. Mm-hmm. Um, was it? Is it like the World Cup where it's like a month long celebration bullshit? Um, it's two weeks, oh, so not quite so, so long. The okay. battle pass lasts like a couple months, um, but the international itself is about two weeks. Okay, that's a little disappointing. I was hoping it would be, like, a whole thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, they do a bunch of stuff with it. Like, there's a bunch of, like, community contests. Not Like, you know, you'd expect there to be, like, a cosplay thing. But they also have a contest for, like, Machinima, basically. Um, uh-huh. And usually they'll introduce new heroes at the International. It's all very... Last year was bizarre because they did it in an empty stadium in Budapest because of COVID. Mm. Um, so this was like the first time and since COVID started, it was before a live audience, which was kind of fun. Cool. Uh, so that's a games adjacent. Uh, what, what are your thoughts like about non-gaming things or did you do, do you actually play a game? I suppose is my real question. Yeah. I mean, other than that, I played FIFA cause I was bored and, <laughs> and uh, played a little Overwatch because I don't okay. play new games. Apparently nothing. With my computer in the shop, uh, there are some games I would like to play, but cannot on my surface. So sure. uh, for now, I'm just kind of treading water. And yeah, at some point, I will get back to playing Ocarina of Time. Uh, I did not even know you were playing Ocarina of Time. Someone yeah. doesn't remember when I said that a few weeks ago on the podcast. Well, I didn't. Oh. That was a long time ago. It was a few weeks ago. What in fact, you just established it was a few weeks ago. So how dare you fucking get up in my grill about that? So you didn't do anything else? I assume you were the chronicler of the podcast to remember everything. You know, that's like a not... It's a a fairly reasonable thing to think, but (laughs) now you're wrong. Um, I did do other things. Uh, Uh I watched... My wife was out of town, so I watched Sonic 1 and 2, because I knew I'd never convince her to watch that with me. (laughs) And uh, I got takes. I know we Uh, talked about this Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Jim Carrey's a treasure. And if this uh-huh. is the movie he's going out in, it's like the quintessential Jim Carrey. And my only notes in the movie is we needed more Jim Carrey. Uh, yeah. Idris Elbow, I, like. Oh, as Knuckles. So a, tell me about this. You didn't talk enough about this, Matt. Yeah. So it, it that clearly is a paycheck for Idris Elbow, which I'm not going to fault anybody. Um, uh-huh. Sonic is like I have a soft spot for Sonic because like that's literally how I got into video games. The first console we ever owned was the Sega Sen- uh, Genesis, and. Uh-huh. Sonic the Hedgehog was the very first game we ever got. Um, so, like, uh, seeing, like, the green fields done as CGI uh, did make me happy, although the story's bewildering, and Ben Schwartz is a little grating as Sonic, but it's all made up for Jim Carrey just chewing up scenery. Uh, but oh. you asked about Idris Elba. He plays Knuckles as, like, bewildered. just like Really? A, yeah. like he's. Just, I thought he plays him kind of... Uh... Okay, that's different than what I thought it would have been like. Yeah, I, I thought he was going to be just like this tough guy, you know. Me too. Here to beat everybody up. Yeah. And like he does that, but he's also just like, also playing it as like a complete fish out of water. I don't understand how basic social interactions work. Which, uh-huh. eventually they explain. It like makes sense in the story, but it was just kind of off-putting like, I can't separate this voice from Idris Elba. And so it's weird to me to think of him as this, uh, you know this guy this fish out of water the last third of the movie is kind of trash but uh what the the part with the maze i could have completely done without it just was so stretched out um i thought that was some of the coolest stuff that was like them showing you know like you know it's like part of the game yeah it's like a a level of the game it was a level of the game it did remind me of that um yeah that's the whole point i just it it it, it just dragged on too long 
But no, what what I did want to talk about is it. This made me think of you know. Is did you this... watch the dance scene? I did watch the dance scene. It's oh. Um, that that as despite my jaded cynical nature did make me laugh. Um, there's a there's a dance fight in the it didn't it didn't make you a walk out of the theater or whatever <laughs> no. no it, it, it when it, i rewatched the movie i definitely skipped it again oh um, wait do wait <laughs> you skipped it twice <laughs> <laughs> i'm never gonna watch this it's very stupid but uh it's funny it's you know it's, it is what it is sonic is silly but it did sonic make me think silly. you know is this in my top is either one of these in my top three video game movies um, and I gotta be honest, Matt, I think I like Sonic 1 more than Sonic 2. Interesting. Even though mm-hmm. Sonic 2 has more Jim Carrey, but mm-hmm. I think it was because it was so new and fresh, like, oh man, I don't think I've seen Jim Carrey go this nuts in a long time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my, in no particular order, my best video game movies, the top three, would be Warcraft, the original Tomb Raider with, uh, what's-her-face? Angelina Jolie. Not the sequel? No, it's the sexual awakening of all of us, to be honest. And uh-huh. uh, Detective Pikachu, which I really loved. I, Despite Ooh. my best efforts, I really liked that movie. And I think I got to, movie. I think I gotta movie. knock my sexual awakening off and put Sonic 1 in there next to Detective Pikachu and Warcraft. So, so you like Sonic 1 more than you like... I think I did. Yeah. Wow. And I like really was expecting you... to... Ha- like I was expecting to watch these movies like I watched Uncharted. Like, wow, this is terrible... Uh-huh. What am I doing? No. This is dumb. But I really, yeah. I actually did enjoy both of them. I don't regret having seen them. I just uh-huh. think I like Sonic 1 a little more because it was a little fresh. Um, I guess I'm a big, I guess I'm just like, a, I'm a big Knuckles fan. So Knuckles like, head. I guess Sonic, yeah, I guess Sonic 2, you know, I like Knuckles a lot and I thought he was really good. I really didn't like I thought Tails. it was like, I, I like the, fun, like the, you know, like the times that Sonic and Knuckles, you know, combat fight mm-hmm. i liked it it was cool that that was a good cool. job i really didn't like tails tails was he just incredibly it? annoying <laughs> tails he's is in very, and out though i mean like he is they, in and out but push him he, to the side a couple times he's almost a MacGuffin. yeah it's bizarre and huh. like as somebody who was a little brother so had to play tails a lot i have a soft spot in <laughs> my heart for tails so maybe that's why it just rubbed me the wrong way i do like mm-hmm. how they you know got the plane they did get the you know. plane in there yep yeah um and then like i just the last act of the movie i did like spoiler alert uh for those who haven't seen it there's a giant robotnik machine which is kind of delightful it's great um yeah it's the one from um i'm pretty sure you it's in sonic 2 i'm pretty sure or maybe sonic sure man yeah um no yeah it delightful classic romp classic romp you're grading on a curve with fucking video game movies mm-hmm. so it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be which is one of the highest praise i can give to a video game movie i think for me video game movies hmm. let's hear it yeah what's what's your top three no order um well sonic 2 is one of them warcraft is one of them and the third one i don't know who to give it to who are you gonna give it to matt not a oh, maybe I'm gonna throw a curveball at everybody and say Silent Hill. It's the, actually it's, it's pretty cool. It yeah. actually create it catches the vibes of the game. It's got some good stuff. Pyramid Head has a stuff. Yeah. sickening, badass scene that's very disturbing and frightening. No. Good stuff. Yeah, Super Mario uh, Brothers didn't make your list. Yeah, what about the Mortal Kombat movie? We have a lost oh, episode. Yeah, that see, yeah, Mortal Kombat's about. really good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers is just uh-huh. kind of like uh, it's there. It exists. It's there. I like it. Does it. Things, you know? I can watch it. You know Wasn't what I mean? Street you know Fighter what? movie too. Oh gosh, yeah. With uh, um, what's his name? Uh, with RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> his plays... last film before he died. <laughs> RuPaul's last film. Yeah, the guy, the guy who played Bison. Uh, that's a Raul Julia. Raul <laughs> Julia. RuPaul, yeah. You sorry. Monster. <laughs> Kind of in the same ballpark. Right, yeah, you know. Uh-huh. So, what, how about you? What's your top three, no particular order, video game movies? I don't know. I think they're all kind of trash. Yeah, uh, of course they're kind of trash. This makes this yeah, exercise I mean, challenging. Pro- probably the, the number one, 
I, I think has to be Detective Pikachu. Like it's a genuinely like enjoyable. It's delightful. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very fun. Uh I don't know if I like the Sonic movie. The first Sonic movie is so weird because it's like they adopt him at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <weird. laughs> it's just like, it why? It weirder. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know one. why they felt the need to do that. Just let, make him a roommate. Why do you, yeah, you yeah. adopt him like a child? Yeah, they like adopt him. And it's very strange. Uh, Jim Carrey is very good in that movie, though. But he's very like Ace Ventura Jim Carrey, which I don't know if I love. But yeah, he's not really thing. doing Doctor Robotnik. Not at all. No, he's he's <laughs> doing like that. Ace Ventura by way of the mask, by way of Doctor Robotnik. Um, which I, I, to be fair, you're right, and it was great because Doctor yeah. Robotnik doesn't really do much in the games. He just kind of no, shows he's just up in his evil. mean guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's a big. What were they going to do? Have Jim Carrey torture some animals? <laughs> See, uh, yeah, that that is part of the mythos that gets thrown out. There's I mean, no I don't know. I kinda animal like, mutilation, but I kind of like the idea of like, oh, um, biografting cyborg animals. Yeah, dude. Like, I think that's kind of neat. Don't you think? Using their soul to power AIs. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Right. Yeah. Oh, so that's that's one. Okay. So we have. Uh, for sure, I think I really, really enjoy uh, the newest Mortal Kombat movie. It is oh, I still haven't seen that. Uh, if only because like the first little bit is totally worth it. I think. Right. Okay. And some parts of the ending. Yeah. The whole uh, actual end fight is pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. Some of uh, the other fights are a little forgettable because there's I so mean, many characters they have to kill. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but it's, it is like, they, it is fairly faithful. And then, okay, I'm sorry. Let's re- switch this order. So the second one is the World of Warcraft movie. Uh, the yeah. Warcraft movie. Totally That's underrated. Totally underrated. I mean, you have, criminal. To be, you have to be familiar yeah. with the source material, but if you That's are... The That's the problem. That is a big problem, yeah. yeah. That's the only reason why I think... It uh, doesn't have, like, um, like, a big monologue at the beginning like Lord of the Rings does. Yeah, like, it's just, like, literally it opens it. up. It's like, yeah. orcs and humans are fighting, let's go. Yep. Pretty much. Um, Which, I mean, it, it does suck that the franchise needs to be continued too because like where the story goes it's next, a cliffhanger it's really it good yeah yeah they even set like, up thrall like it's so yeah, good like, thrall and his journey is definitely worth like a you know trilogy of movies yep for sure yep. don't disagree it put a lot of care into it i mean like Duncan jones is a great filmmaker so tis yes yeah uh, you know, uh, so yeah, that, that, so second one's Warcraft. The only reason why Warcraft is worse than Detective Pikachu is for exactly the reason you say, uh, Brian, where it's just like, oh, I kind of wish, you know, we had, uh, ha- had, like, you didn't need to have that backstory, I guess. Right. But, um, and then, yeah, the third one's the latest Mortal Kombat movie. If only, even if, like, the first 30 minutes are very, very well done, uh, yeah. and then the rest of it kind of meanders off, but it's good. It's good enough. That'll do, pig, as they say. But yeah, and then the last thing I did was I watched this documentary on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, oh, the one? Or is that what it is? Oh, yeah, I think I've one. seen, yeah, yeah, I've seen this is um, out there. And it's it's just kind of fascinating to me how, and I, I don't know if this is in other documentaries, but it's definitely in sports documentaries when they, like, profile a player or a coach or an owner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To, and it feels like to get their participation, they give them almost editorial control. Like they're uh-huh. um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar uh, converted to Islam and was a part of this kind of uh, this sect that was an offshoot of um, the what is it? Black Muslims? No, the Black Brotherhood. Uh, oh, the Muslim Brotherhood, the one that killed fucking. Uh... Well, no, the, our, our, the Elijah Muhammad one that Malcolm X is part of. Yeah, the one that he that killed him. Yeah, right. And so he was a part of the sect that was a part of him. And the movie goes into, like, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar buys them a house in D.C. And then it goes into, like, there was this massacre there. Uh-huh. And they just totally blow right by it. And it's like, I'm sorry. If that seems to be a big formative moment in your life, you find Islam, you 
buy all this, you know, buy them this facility, and there's a mass murder there, and you're just going to kind of totally skate by it? Like, it was... I thought, like, a, huh. most documentarians would be like, let's spend five minutes on this, being like, what the fuck happened? And they just kind of sure. say it as an aside. They, like, caught it, was like, what the fuck? And literally just, like, had to look it up on Wikipedia. It was like, holy shit, this is fucking wild. Hmm. Um, but, you know, so it just... it. It is an interesting documentary. I am slowly trying to basketball pill my wife and get her more into it, so she will. She will. Watch is that like a red pill? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to basketball pill her. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Slowly sure. but surely, uh, sure. I got her. She thinks Giannis is attractive, so anytime the Bucks are on, it's great. Oh, um, uh, too bad he's not on anymore. Yeah, and they got eliminated, which really harshed my vibe. She's not a Jason Tatum gal. Um, Jason Tatum is not an attractive man. No, he's he's all. He's all arms, but uh, he's all arms. But he, he looks like a yeti, I think. <laughs> I don't know That's about that, but uh, Tatum the yeti kind of rolls rolls off the tongue. But yeah, those are the things I did this week. Cool. Hey, so uh, Sud, why don't you tell us about your aerospace adventures doing propaganda? So this is Top Gun week on the Rouge One podcast. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I used to right. um, have. I had the Top Gun NES game when I was oh, a kid. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the and, Top Gun uh, NES game? Matt? How is it? It's hard, hard as balls. It's really. Is hard that game. different than Hawks or like the Captain Falcon game? Remember that one on the NES hmm. where you're fighting like aliens know. or some shit? Well, let me you find don't this do a whole lot. You you spend a lot of the game um, like landing on the you know that's yeah. a big part of it landing on the aircraft and like balancing yeah and like making sure you don't like run into the sides of canyons and stuff. Uh huh. It's a hard game. I remember I couldn't really ever beat it well. Play Did it well. My like dumb little head. Dumb little... I mean, I liked it because it was one of the three games that, you know, when you're a little kid, sometimes you just have those games, right? Uh, I suppose so. Yeah. Like that, Contra, Mario. I do uh, like Contra. Contra's hard like as fuck, though. That one basketball Gotta game. Make it um, last. Oh, Double which, Dribble? Charles Barkley. And, oh, uh, shut up, jam. Versus Not... Barkley versus um. Uh huh. Who's a tall white guy from Indiana? Larry Bird. Uh, Larry Bird. Yeah, Bird versus <laughs> Barkley, or something like that. Double dr- Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So yeah. So, that seems like a fun time. Was it a fun time? Yeah, that was that's my experience with Top Gun. Okay. You've I've not never seen, seen the movie, Top, Gun. Top Gun. I've only seen Hot Shots. The um, wait, what really? The parody movie uh, from of Top Gun. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Sheen. Yeah, so I know of probably some jokes about Top Gun. Okay, well, what's what jokes do you have that are Top uh, Gun? The related? one guy's dad dies. Um, his dad dies. Maybe well, I haven't seen Top Gun in a while. Yeah, like, I don't know what you're talking kids? about. Well, some guy dies, and it makes it like he's like, "Oh man, it's my fault" or whatever. Oh yeah, goose. Yes, goose. that does happen. Yeah. Uh, what else right. do you remember about Top Gun? Um, he goes and <laughs> you call him he. <laughs> the guy. The, yeah, the you know the Top guy. Gun. <laughs> yeah, the, to, the the Top Gun. Yeah, he yeah. like is estranged, and they bring him back, and he drives a motorcycle. He drives a motorcycle pretty early. In the yeah. uh, in the movie, he's big into driving motorcycles. To be fair, but maybe um, uh, maybe hangs out with some Native Americans. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I, I, all I know is from Hot Shots. <laughs> I Matt, I like kind of want you just to summarize what you think the plot of Top Gun is based on yeah, your memory of. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's all you got. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a conflict okay, at well, the end where they yeah, they save the day. It's true. It's yeah. true. Does there's... does Top Gun capture the latent homoeroticism? Uh, it is very very gay. For I'm sure. sorry. Does Hot Shots capture? Oh that? yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Hmm. Do you remember getting that vibe? No, Charlie Sheen is pretty uh. So there's a lot of like machoism, you know. Is Hot Shots the one where they at one point they have like literally a body count in the corner? In the second one, yeah. Yeah, okay. I've seen that second one. Hot Shots Part Deux. Deux. Here's what they call it. 
Honestly, it's like a parody on Rambo. I miss those parody movies. Do you? Before there's they some... turned into like epic movie and stuff right. like that. Like the one, the ones out of the eighties are great. Like there's one, the movie Val Kilmer actually got a start in called Top Secret is legitimately uh-huh. a hilarious movie and still holds up. Does what it about now? um? What about the Police Academy movies? The Naked Guns are great. Like those, are, like the problem yeah. with the ones in the two thousands is they were also pop culture based, so they're ephemeral. Like right. You go back and watch them now. It's just re- it's just, like, it's just oh, references. Right. Right, versus like the They're visual like, gags. Remember two is... years ago when Napoleon Dynamite came out? <laughs> right. And I it's don't. Like, well, it's, that, that's like the humor of the scary movies and the Not Another Teen yeah. movie and all those. But like, It'll be like when he picks up the phone and does the what's up <laughs> for the but scary like, movie. You go, you go to the Naked Gun and it's like, you know, it's, it's objectively funny for... Yeah, a, Airplane 2. Yeah. Love I it. mean, love it, those movies. You know, it, they're they're great. And anyway, if you, nothing else comes out of this, watch Top Secret. It's wonderful. Val Kilmer huh. crushes it in his first role. Nice. Uh, man, do I not like Top Secret? You're but... objectively wrong. Okay. Right. What do you like? Uh, I like Top Gun. That movie holds up. Oh, did you watch it in preparation for the second? I one? did. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Um, that movie's really enjoyable. Holy shit. Yeah, um, there's a reason Tom Cruise is one of the most best action stars. Cause... It, is, it is incredible how rapey it is. Oh, yeah. It, it I, is I guess a... there's the scene when he corners the girl. In the bathroom. Oh, yeah. my God. And will it's not like... let her leave. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It, that's that's awful. Um, and it turns out it's like the civilian. Yeah. She's, yeah. Like, she's like the civilian liaison. And rather than be shamed about it, he like tries to fucking call her out as being wrong in front of everybody. Um, that's like in a different scene, but yes, oh, he does that? do oh, that. Okay. But, but like, I, I wonder, do you, if you, have you seen the movie like somewhat recently? It's been a couple of years. Okay. I, I wonder if this is like the beginning of nagging. <laughs> People Be- saw Tom Cruise do it. Like, well, that worked for him. Honestly, kind of. Yeah. Like it was pretty, it was, it was like really jarring to me, like how um, just Tom profoundly Cruise, fucked artists. up it was. I mean, you know, he really wants to be with Iceman. That's clear. <laughs> I don't go uh, in the grave thinking that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like that that movie is at once kind of bad, but it does still hold up. Uh, the one thing that I couldn't really get around like one the love interest is awful i don't know if you remember her at all i remember it being very uninteresting in one she is so uninteresting and i don't think she's done anything else in like her whole career which is a little that's uh, kind of like what happened a lot in the 80s well meg ryan is a supporting character she plays goose's wife and it's like meg ryan is so much more like attractive and witty and fun than this like stick in the mud so that was weird. Tim Robbins is the person who plays the sec, like the new gunner after Goose dies midway through the movie. Woefully underused. Uh, I don't know how they got him because I thought Jacob's Ladder, which made Tim Robbins a star, was like around this time too, but maybe it didn't come out at the same time. But um, that movie is great. The flying still looks really beautiful. I didn't realize it was directed by Tony Scott. Rest in peace, brother oh. of. Uh, noted director Ridley Scott. One but, thing um, I will give Top Gun and other Tom Cruise movies is there's no fucking CGI. Like they actually flew those planes. Um, do you think he was still like into doing his all his own stunts back then? I think so. You think he was actually in that? Uh, no, I, oh no, I'm sorry. I I don't know if Tom Cruise is flying the planes. I just meant that in filming it, they actually right? No, yeah, there the was planes. all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and like uh, it is Air Force propaganda, and we could recognize that and be like, "This is lame," but also it's really good propaganda. Uh huh. Um. So anyway, that's a great movie. I'm really excited for the new one. I'm I'm looking forward to an update. I'm looking forward to better actors in all the roles, like. I love Miles Teller. I love Glenn Powell, who is going to be like what I think will, like will be the new, like the Degrassi new generation of the uh, Top Gun franchise, such as it is. Jennifer Conley, who I presume will be the love interest, 
wonderful actress. Well, so I'm, hopefully I am, it'll... do you think they've updated it at all? Because like they were, I remember um, Miles Teller and Glenn Powell doing like bits for this in the Super Bowl pre-COVID because it was supposed to come out that June. And so it's yeah. been like two years. I wonder if like, you know, is, is there going to be any weird like, two, a lot has changed in two years. Like, is, you know, a lot of culturally has changed. I'm very curious if it's like, is there anything that doesn't hold up? Um, I don't know. We'll find out. I bought tickets for Friday. Standard action film <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, but uh. like you know, do they ham fisted? They make a George Floyd reference at some point that they've added in post production. Wow. Hmm. Uh, oh my god, that could be taken out. What if they had a George Floyd character? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like that's instead of Goose dying, it's it was it was the black guy whose name was police. George Floyd. Yeah, <laughs> the military police killed George Floyd, the pilot. Yeah. What do you think about that? And they'd be like, how, what you, oh my god, how did we, how could we know? Do you think do you think that's uh insensitive or not, Matt? I'm sorry, Dabber. I think that it's more possible than you would imagine. Okay. Do you think that because of George Floyd, George Floyd's death, the black person will always die first? Um I don't know because you can Someone also say that the, the well, with them doing more um, woke casting, there's higher chances of just having more. It's um, not just casting people anymore, in is it? films, it's just woke casting, right? Well, now and then, so it will always be dying first because there'll just be more roles for them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, I wonder. You know, it's like everybody's so into subverting tropes. So now is subverting the subversion just doing the original tropes? Right. Right. Gotta play five D chess here. I don't know, dude. That's a good question. Um, damn. Uh, anyway, that movie's rad. And that movie got me really hyped up for air combat. Oh, one question. Where do you think... Um, do, do you know, like... They don't ever mention, like, who the enemy, like, nation is. Do you guys know who that is supposed to be? Or is that, like, a... I'm gonna uh, guess. I always Iran assumed it was Iran. Russia. They just say MIG, which I don't really know what that means. You know, uh, it's a MIG is a Soviet plane. Okay, so you think they were the Russians, but they were too cowardly to like say one way or the other. I mean, it, I just always assume it's. You always assume yeah, it's I mean, the Russians, if it's, especially if it's an '80s movie. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. In any case, that movie's rad. It got me hyped up for the second one. I bought tickets for Friday. Are you guys going to watch it, presumably? Maybe. Mm, no. No, you're not going to watch the new one on Friday because you work? Or you're not going to watch it at all? You don't have any interest? I mean, I, I mean I'll probably watch it when it comes available. Yeah, I will watch um, it at some point. I don't know if it's something that I would brave the theaters for. Mm, fair enough. The last uh, movie I saw in theaters was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And so I need a really good movie to meet, match how much I love that. People people say this movie is incredible. It's got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if that means anything wow. to you. I'm just saying, dude. Well, I'll but, wait uh, for the Sud Sandpath review. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, that got me hyped up for uh, the second movie. And so I bought Ace Combat 7. And holy <laughs> shit, is that game great. So good. <laughs> Uh, what, it, for PC? For what? Uh, for the PlayStation 4. Are you going to oh, yeah. get like a flying rig sim? Like, set no. Up, like, chair, you need your up? joystick. No, that sounds terrible. I'm not going to do that. No, no gracias. You, like, move and stuff. Ben yeah. isn't here to defend the, you need a, you know, fight stick slash flight stick. Yeah, that's stupid. He, he, he wastes his money on the dumbest shit, dude. I have no, like, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> Beyond, uh, I don't know. Ben, if you eventually listen to this, you waste your money on dumb shit. Don't do it. Do it. Do do it. What does do it mean? Like, do it, waste your money on dumb shit? shit? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I got sidetracked. Anyway, that game's so good. Holy cow, is that so good. I'm shocked at how good it is. What what is good about it? I mean, you fly around and do dogfights, right? 
you fly around, you do dog fights. It's got amazing music. It has a weird, strange real world that's uh, the kingdom of Eurasia versus the Ocean Federation. Told so through... literally 1984? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's nuts. It's so weird. I love it. Um, and it still is super beautiful. The dog fights are really intense. I highly, highly, highly recommend this game. It's fucking awesome. How... Okay, so here's my thing with all these games. Okay. How is the replayability? Because it seems like... I don't know. It's two years ago. You have a dogfight in the air. That's the entirety of the game, right? Yes, that is correct. So, like, how how many times can you do a dogfight? Well, they're different. You vary the terrain. You're in the air. No, 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 no. Like, it is... uh, for, For one... It is significantly, uh, there's like a bunch of different types of missions. So like they do a great job with mission variety. There's like your escort missions. There's like your strike missions. You have like bombing runs. Um, you have ones where you have to sneak through radar. There's a lot of cool stuff. So like, that's not, I don't think that's particularly fair to the game. Oh, I know. Um, That's why I asked. I figured there must be more than just dogfights. There, there is in fact more than just dogfights. Um, and then two... Uh, and this is the cool thing. The, the story's really good. The story's, oh, this is story? Yeah. The story between the Kingdom of Eurasia and the Ocean Federation honestly is... All right, I want to say something that's intentionally provocative. It's not too dissimilar to, like, I don't know, the Syrian conflict or some shit. It's kind of <laughs> wild. So, yeah, let us let it break it down for us. What's the cause of ballet here? Uh... I don't want to spoil it because I want you guys to play the game. <laughs> but it's got like a weird mix of serious and cheesiness where you're just like, it's almost like, um, dude, do you remember that? Do you remember that uh, the Kingdom of Galactic or Legend of the Galactic Heroes, Matt? Do you remember that uh, anime at all? No. Oh my god! All right. Well, you sure <laughs> you sure made me look stupid. But no. anyway. Sorry, uh, if you put a picture, maybe I'll. No, I'm not even gonna bother. It, I'm not even gonna fucking bother. Um, Legend of Galactic Heroes. The Legend of Galactic Heroes. Yeah. We'll keep going. Don't wait for me. But anyway, anyway, um, I, I, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it, it is. It is not really like there's pilots and stuff like that, and like that shit's all cool. But the really cool thing, Brian is that it really does focus on, like, the impact of war on the civilian population, which I kind of find... In a war game. Interesting. It, like, it is it is absolutely baffling, and I love it so much. Your like, bombing so was successful. Everyone will starve now because you knocked out the civilian power. Cut. Honestly, yes! That <laughs> does happen. Um, yeah, it's so good. Um, I highly recommend it. If you like... Um, if you like, I don't. Well, how would I describe this? Like, I, it's just I feel like it's like the ace, like the fighter jet, like fight flight sim type genre is so like kind of dead, you know? That uh, it's such a refreshing experience to play this game. I really like it. I can't wait to go back and finish playing it. Um, I really should go back to Elden Ring, which I know is the better game, but still. Like this game is fucking you got, rad. You got the you got the flight bug. I gotta say, I did love back in the day Crimson Skies. I think it was like the free oh, game yeah. that came with Xbox Live. So like Crimson those games can be rad. Game. Anyway, it is a rad game. Star Fox is rad. Star Fox um, is rad. Rogue Squadron's rad. There's a lot, of, you know. It's a, but they, it's a great they're, they're kind of dead though. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It's it's so developers have turned their back on them. Yeah. So anyway, like. Well, I feel like it, that genre is only so deep, you know what I mean? Uh, what do you you mean? can only change it up by just, like, swapping out the flavor of the background. Maybe. That's fair. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, but, yeah. So, great game. Uh, I think it's going to definitely be at least an 8 out of 10 studs. I'm not done uh, playing wow, it, obviously. But it's so good. Highly recommend. Um, the other, so I have another movie to tell you about, which, or I can tell you about two other games I played. What, what are your thoughts? 
I feel like you're going to tell keep us about on the three. games. You want to okay? So you want we'll keep on the games? He says. So another game I played is a Japanese adventure game um, that I thought was absolutely stunning. It was so interesting. The game is called um, Close. It's Closing Shift. Have you heard about this at all? No. What's it about? It is a coffee making sim where you make coffee for customers. I would call it somewhat similar to like a Starbucks. Um, like, so think about that. And you're a young woman in your early twenties and you have the closing shift. And one day, and, and so like, as you start it, you're like going through days, right? In the story. And as you're going through the days in the story, um, you start having a stalker come to the store. And this guy just starts like following you. This sounds awful. You're playing this is a horror game then? It is a horror game, but it doesn't start out as a horror game. Which is aw- like sexual harassment horror game. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't start out like a horror game at all. I'm looking at pictures, it looks creepy as It fuck. is super fucking creepy. It's so good. Um the best thing about the game is sort of is how it uh like how you still have to do your job like the whole time and the coffee making sim is really fascinating like how cool it is uh in terms of the so act you know how to make like all the espresso drinks now uh i mean i know how to make the espresso drinks in the game like i don't know if it's the same thing <laughs> but um like holy shit was i blown away by this game i don't want to spoil it um but it it builds into a crescendo but like there's one section which is really amazing where your stalker comes to you and he orders a drink and then he sits in the one place in the game where you can't see where he's sitting and you get a huge like rush of orders and then you have to focus on like doing the orders instead of um uh like in- instead of taking care of like or trying to figure out what this guy's going to do you know and it is it is so nerve-wracking. It's an awesome, awesome game. Highly, uh, uh, highly recommend it. The one bad thing is that the translation's fucking terrible. So I'm hopeful that there'll be, like, a fan translation or something, you know, in the near future. But, um, man, that game is rad AF. Like, it's such How a How long cool does it idea. take to get through? Uh, three, four hours, maybe? It's not that expensive. You know, okay. not 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 expensive. Like an after, so it's, it's like an afternoon thing. Very much so. Yeah, I yeah, you can beat it in the afternoon. It's a very intense afternoon. Like I kind of wish, I uh, I like it wasn't relaxing to me, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, it was it was very good, very very good. Um, so I also played. Uh, so I guess like that's that. Do you have any questions about the game, or I can just keep going? Game good. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Do, do you die in the end? Uh, get, there like, are multiple endings, so you can assume that there's probably a time where you may die, right? Do you get to go like final girl on him? Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Were you okay. happy with the ending you got? It's the weakest part of the game, and I I, I spoiled it. I didn't want to play the game again. It's way too stressful, and um, I I felt that. The ending I got was good, but it's the weakest part of the game. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear so it the was. Graphics are like so purposefully bad. It's weird. It's really stressful. Um, in fact, like the way that I think... like the graphics are nerve wracking. The way yeah. people look. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it's super. It's super weird how it looks. I totally hear you. Yeah. Uh, so that's not that's not super enjoyable, but um, yeah, uh, great game. Uh, what else did I do? Um, I played another game, and it's called Citizen Sleeper. Have you heard about Citizen Sleeper? Just you mentioning it in the Discord. I did not look it up though. Okay, so I have not beaten this game. It is so delightful. Ooh, it looks cool. I. Cannot recommend it enough. It's awesome. What kind of game is it? Um, I would say it is. It is. It is closer to. Oh my god, Disco Elysium. 
where it's like more it's like it's definitely an rpg like uh but it's more in the space of um what like like it's an rpg where you think there's going to be a lot of conflict and there really isn't uh and it's it's really refreshing in that way um so a good example of the way that it sort of like manifests itself is in the 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 setup so citizen sleeper takes place in the far future where uh you are a you're on a spaceship um and you're what's effectively a replicant right from blade runner um but you how do i describe this the best way you so you're a replicant in blade runner but you're not like exactly like a replicant where you're like indistinguishable from a human you are what's known as a sleeper. And so it's like a lower form of android sentience. And the idea is that you like can't really form memories, like long-term memories. You can only form short-term memories. You're typically only doing menial work, um, things of that nature. And so I found the game to be really fascinating because you're a sleeper on a space station far away from Earth and you've escaped um, like this indentured slavery or servitude that you, you're in. And uh, the really interesting thing about it was the nature of how the game thinks that you're going to be like abducted or thinks that you're going to be doing work in this in, in, in a way that like will change it to have like some action or momentum. And it totally doesn't do that at all, which I found fascinating. The way that the game really approaches its it's like uh, how would how would I say this? Like the way that it approaches its narrative is more about like what can we do to make a better world, maybe, or like what can we do to make a a better relationship for someone who can't form short term memories? And it becomes so much about like community. And it becomes an incredibly warm game that's closer to Persona 5, where it's so much about, um, I would say it's so much about like just getting to know people and making friends when you're in a really shitty situation. Um, and I thought that was rad. It, it was really, really cool. So high recommend. That, that's an, it, that is a great game. And I get, it, Sorry. I guess I'm a little confused. Like, What is the gameplay mechanic? The gameplay or mechanic is you going around doing odd jobs, you trying to remember shit, but you're not very good at doing that. Um, okay. And you're meeting people, and these people are also sleepers, or also like pretty damaged individuals. Um, and you eventually get to a point in the game where, uh, like, yes, like the the bounty hunters will come, like you know, or like you know, you will try to be like re-enslaved I suppose is a way to put it um, but it's just not really about that it becomes so much more about like the people you meet very much like how in Persona 5 I'd argue like yeah there's this like overarching like plot to it but like that's not as important as like getting to enjoy uh, like your comrades you know what I mean like I don't think that, that that's sort of like the way that I would take a Persona 5 at the very least is that fair would you agree with that Brian no, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, that game's awesome. It's super cool. There's no combat, which is fine. It's very much like you have these jobs, you'll go on dates with people, you'll like try to figure stuff out, but you're not good at retaining information. That's an interesting gameplay mechanic. There's just so much warmth to the game. So it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Um, so it's super cool. And the way that it looks is just really really rad and the only thing that i would say is that i've read that you can min max it like you can get to a way where like you earn a bunch of money um and that kind of neuters the gameplay's experience but the narratives man like the people you meet on the space station really are what make the game for me so i i think it's just really fucking awesome great game um 
So yeah, that was the last game, Citizen Sleeper. And I have one movie to talk about uh, that we didn't get a chance to. And I finally went to see everything, everywhere, all at once. And that... Oh my God, what did you think of it? That is a really good movie. It is not... So, like, I don't want to sound that I... I don't want to share, like, like make a statement that makes me sound like I dislike the movie. I have to say... You're right that it does everything pretty well. I didn't find it that funny. And the parts of the movie that I liked were not the action parts. And I kind of wish there was no action in the game, in the movie. I kind of wish it was just a, like the story of like this woman finding out all of her like alternate realities and like engaging with her family a little bit better. Does that make sense? Like that was the part that I loved when they was like talking with Waymond or the daughter more than I cared for the action set pieces because like they're they're more comedic. Matt, have you seen this movie? It's kind of like uh, not yet. It's on my. Um, li- I'm probably gonna watch it tonight. It's like Shaolin Soccer. I would say. Have you seen Shaolin Soccer, uh, Brian? Do you know oh that? yeah, 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 yeah. So I if, love Shaolin Soccer. I like Shaolin Soccer too, but I don't think it's funny. Like it's a physical comedy. That I don't. I mean, there's really enjoy. yeah, there's jokes, but it's not like a it, the 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 heart of the story isn't like it's a yeah. There's like a heartwarming elements to to it, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I, I I would say the same thing about everything, everywhere, all at once. Is like the key part of the story is this woman's relationship with her uh, husband and daughter, yeah, and father, and like that. That's definitely the best part of the movie. I don't know. I enjoyed the. I think the comedic parts are in the beginning when everything is just spiraling out of control and then like the fights later are less frankly violent and more you know in furtherance of the plot i um yeah i just didn't think like i i didn't find it that interesting to be honest like the fights themselves like i just like this is kind of like grotesque in like a way that i don't enjoy (laughs) like i don't know um I just enjoyed the idea, this is a slight spoiler map, but not huge, that in order to jump existences across your multiverse selves, you have to do something that is really unexpected and absurd. And so they play that idea out to its absolute extremes. (laughs) Um, And so, including in the middle of fights. So... Like, I think a lot of it, I found it funny just being like, what the fuck are they doing? Where are right. they going with this? Right. I, but, like, if I described it to you now, like, yeah, I don't think it, it would get a chuckle. Um, so, I don't know. Like, I, I just wish it was a different movie, I guess, um, which is super unfair to it. But, I don't know. Like, it, it is great. Like, it is genuinely great. It's super awe-inspiring, like, how smart it is, like, as a, as a movie. Um but I don't particularly care for physical comedy. Um, and that's sort of like my only, my only negative. That's a great movie though. What was your, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for Matt, but like, I think Matt, if you get a chance to watch it, we should totally do a spoiler cast next week. Yeah. But, uh, also watching it in movie, in movie theater. That's awesome. I would not want to watch it in a, uh, Let's, let's, yeah, watch it on the biggest screen. You yeah, fucking care. it's so cool. Like the way it looks is super cool. And it, it was a movie that I was grateful that I was in a movie theater and I was not at all tempted to dick around on my phone because it's so visual. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's all I did. Um, Dabber, what did you do? Well, I, I don't have much for you guys this week. I mean, I'm, I'm still trucking along in Elden Ring. Um, okay, where are you in Elden Ring without things, spoiling it for me? You're way ahead of me, so never mind. Um, if I say a name of a boss, is that a spoil? Kinda, yeah. Because I just don't know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. I'm an idiot. Okay, well. <laughs> it's fine. I, I, um, I'm dumb. It's it's okay. But you're you're trucking along. Do you have, have you talked to Brian about it at all? No, not much. So, um, so you don't know if you're like close to the end or not? I feel like I might be, because, like... I know, um, I, based on the last boss you told me, you killed, you're close to the end. Okay. How many hours I have just, you put into the game? Uh, Probably, like, around 130 by now. Goddamn, so. 
That's a lot of that's a lot um, of a lot of times. I like the game a lot. It's fun. It's a good game. But like I'm at a point where the things that I'm doing take a lot of attempts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like I'm not like having to explore much to, you know. So it's basically I just log in, uh, keep dying, and then get then you know log back out. Then I'll try again in the morning or whatever, you know. Yeah, I um, hear you. There was a funny. We'll moment try again in the morning, boys. I was fighting this boss for, you know, it's seemingly like two days worth of attempts, you know, and I finally beat him. And like sometimes when you when you come across a boss in the open world, it will like block the area behind him, you know. So it's right. like, oh, you can't continue until you beat this guy. Right. And so, like, I beat him. I'm like, all right, the 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 gold mist is gonna go away. Oh, it didn't. So that means there's a boss <laughs> just directly behind this this boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I was like, oh fuck. And then that boss is a huge pain in the ass. Uh, he's um, also a big dick. So I hear yeah, the game gets way harder um, later. Doesn't on. stop attacking. Yeah. Yeah, the trash isn't so bad, but it still can catch you off guard. But, like, you just come across so many um, mini-bosses, I guess you could call them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, is becomes, like a, the, the trash becomes, like, these were bosses earlier in the game, and now yeah. it's just here. Yeah, Yeah. now it's just a guy. Uh, yeah. Well, But, yeah, it's, hopefully I can beat it soon. I think I just have a few more steps. A few more steps, he says. Uh, um, besides that, I haven't played much. You know, I got back into Overwatch. Like I said, I just the world just uh, getting to uh, a lot of just too much going on for me to care much about about a uh, Activision and Blizzard right now. Yeah. So I played some Overwatch. How does that make you feel? Meh. Gonna it's play. Uh, soup. You know, yeah. it's fun to just go back to sometimes. Well, you know, and I'm sure the I'll be able to get a taste of Overwatch 2 soon enough. Um, and I just wanted to kind of dust off the old Overwatch mitts. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like you got oh. the old Overwatch mitts back? Yeah. It's a fun game. That doesn't answer the question at all. Like riding a bicycle. But, you know, I'm going to... It's it, it, food. Every time I play, you know, tank, I'm like trying to imagine if I'm like, you know, because in Overwatch two, it's five v five, one tank. So it's like I have to not be like so aggro. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, be like, oh yeah. In Overwatch two, I'm gonna have to just be the tank. A Doomfist is gonna be a tank. Um, that sounds terrible. I have to say. I think they rebalanced him. Yeah. So, I did, um... You did what? I did watch uh, The Northman. Cool. Which I think I talked about you already. You did talk about it. Watched it yeah, um, you said you liked I it. I watched it again. Uh-huh. And, did you pick uh, anything up from the second viewing that you missed the first time? Uh, yeah, there's some things in the beginning that are kind of like, you can kind of pick up, yeah. Um, so, that movie's cool. Watch that shit. Didn't really do much else. It was kind of busy week at work. Uh, kind of tiring. Spent a lot of time just like resting, laying with my animals. Is that code for testicles? Yeah. What was that? <laughs> How are your animals doing? Fine. Okay. Bruce killed a chipmunk the other day. What? He's really Hard old. Work. How did that happen? Um. We were at uh, Megan's mom's house, and her backyard is, like, very, um, it's got a lot going on. Like, she's got a lot of really cool plants and and stuff, and uh, Bruce just kind of, like, you know, tracks around like a velociraptor and then just (laughs) strikes. He gets them. He gets them over there. When the chipmunks least expected. When the chipmunks yeah, least got, expected, he, dude. He smashed his fucking skull. Dude, the little eyeball popped out. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Hard I had to, to clean it up. Uh, so. That sucks. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno indeed. I'm yeah. I'm really shocked. I thought Brucey would be a lot uh, kinder to animals. 
I mean, talk, animals be animals, dude. You can't stop. You, know the, I mean? you can't like, stop the animal. Like, just the other. Drive. It's real. Well, and like last week, um, somebody I don't know which one, but one of the cats got a mouse. Yeah, woke up and I was like, oh, there's a mouse. And uh, I think it came out, or at one point it was hiding under the oven because for like the last two weeks, Tinker has been like staring at the oven like i know another mouse is gonna come out of there <laughs> like it got it happened before it's a mouse dispenser i know it to be fair to tinker like that's the whole point right Mm-hmm. yeah i assume she got it because she spends more time in that kitchen where i think that's where the mouse came mm-hmm. in but yeah some death in the house some death in the house uh should we end the podcast there on death well i could uh yeah we could i mean i don't Do know how much else to? to talk about like at all like i said i've just been playing out ring here and there and yeah no new movies no movies yeah so that's it so i guess baby. we're ending it with death death it is yeah bye-bye